Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. You know, motivation is one of those topics that has, when you think about it, really moving criteria. You know, we have really two high-level imperatives when it comes to motivation. We have to motivate the person to do the job. And then we also have to motivate the person doing the job. They're two different things. Let me give you an example. You know, years ago, I was coaching a young sales leader, and he was um, struggling with a really top performer, somebody that had been a really good performer in sales. So here's this young person who really wanted to become, you know, for lack of better description, you know, a, a great sales leader. And he said to me, you know, this person's not performing. They have a long history with the company. I'm younger. I'm in kind of this weird spot. You know, how do I coach them? And I said, well, what motivates them? He said, well, you know, money. And he said it with a tone of assumption. And I said, so do you know it's money or you assume it's money? And he said, well, I think every sales rep's motivated by money. And I said, well, maybe, you know, maybe not. I don't agree with that statement, by the way. And so I sat down with the a gentleman who was more in my demographic in the 50s. The sales leader was in his early 30s. So there's kind of a weird, awkward uh, dynamic there. So I ended up sitting down with the guy and we just started talking. And I said, and he said, yeah, I've got uh, I've got three boys. I said, well, I've got two kids. And he said, yeah. He said, boy, you know, I think about college today. I want to give them what I never had. And I said, oh, what's that? He said, the ability to go to college without debt, my parents weren't able to help me. And I said, yeah, me either. So we're totally connecting on a personal relationship, certainly demographic level. And I said, well, can I give you some good news and bad news? And he said, what? I go, I just got done paying off my kids' college. I said, they have no debt, so I've accomplished what you're seeking to do. And I said, it's getting worse. And he starts laughing. I said, so why didn't you go into sales management? And he said, you know, it just wasn't for me. I didn't want to be responsible for other people. I've always been responsible for myself. And I said, why are your boy, you bring up your boys a lot. I you know, when it comes to your boys, he said, well, sadly, I, I lost my wife a few years ago and she had passed away. So that's my, that's my main thing. When I'm not working, I'm with my boys. And I sat there and I said, well, let's talk about business for a second. You're having kind of a challenging year. He goes, yeah, it's kind of a tough year. And he said, you know, I'm, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. So this is an ego. This is an attitude. This isn't, and I said, when you get stressed and you're not hitting your numbers, you're not hitting on all cylinders, what do you do? He said, what do you mean? I said, what do you do? He said, I don't know how to answer that question. I said, so what do you do to re-engineer yourself, re-motivate yourself, re-inspire yourself, you know, reframe for, for lack of better description, what to do differently? He said, you know, that's a great question. I, I don't give that a lot of thought. I, I do get stressed when I'm not hitting my numbers. I said, I want you to try something. I said, if you were to go watch your kids play Little League, because they were playing Little League at the time, if you were to go watch your kids play Little League versus make a sales call, which one would you do? He goes, go to the Little League game. It's not even a question. 
His motivation wasn't money. His motivation were his three boys. Yes, was there a money element? But that motivation became a very deeper understanding to this gentleman. And I said, I notice in your cubicle, it was a tech company. You know, I notice in your cubicle, you don't have any pictures of your kids. Why? He goes, never thought about doing anything or bringing pictures of my kids. I said, interesting. I said, will you try something kind of weird? You know, we're two old guys and, you know, use the demographic to my advantage. And I said, when you get stressed, I want you to look at your boys. And I want you to just schedule time. It's weird to ask you to do this. And then just every once in a while, just schedule time to think about your kids. And then I want you to think about the college. And I want you to put the word 529 up on your little whiteboard here. 529 indicates the college fund. And all of a sudden, the young manager called me about 90 days later. He goes, what did you say to him? I said, what? He goes, he's like a different person. I said, no. He just had to rediscover his motivation. Motivation isn't just motivating someone to do the job. Our rule here at Progress Coaching is never, ever, ever, ever motivate until you first understand what motivates someone. Then you can bring it into the conversation. So let's say we have two people who aren't working well together. And one person wants to become a future leader. And I say, well, Lisa, I know that you're you're challenged by working with John. What if you were to win John over? What if you were to have a better relationship with John? How might that serve you well as a future leader if he became one of your employees potentially? What you do is you bring in the understanding of the motivator into conversations, which magically, quite frankly, really magically, creates something that most people avoid. The emotional reaction to change now can become positive, not negative. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.